0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B Y T E.com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Proud,
1: Proud members, members of, of the Dread, Dread Podcast, Network. Podcast Network. What's your favorite scary movie? Oh, come on. You know I don't watch that shit. Why not?
2: Too scared?
1: No. No, it's just, what's the point? They're all the same. Some stupid killer stalking some big-breasted girl who can't act, who's always running up the stairs when she should be going out the front door. It's insulting.
2: Hello! Hello. And
1: welcome welcome to Kim and and Cat. Stay alive. Stay alive. Maybe. Maybe.
3: We're a horror movie comedy podcast, everyone. And th- I am ugh. Ketrin Porter. I'm gonna tell the tale and
1: spoil it. And I am Kim Burns and I'm gonna try and stay alive. Yes.
3: Um I think she's gonna do well.
1: Ooh, don't don't jinx me, Ketrin. You do yeah. this.
3: I know that was I think she's gonna do really bad. Sweet. Honestly. I'm gonna prove her <laughs> wrong.
1: You just try and hold me down, Porter. <laughs>
3: Okay. <laughs> also, I love your little septum ring. I, Thank I you. we have obviously, we have best friend matching little things. <laughs> I tried to w- put mine on my septum this morning. Yeah. It hurts me so badly.
1: Yeah. This so is badly. a different style than that one.
3: Oh, it, oh, this isn't the one that we have matching ones?
1: No. The matching one is too big on my nose. I don't know why. If I put that on my nose mm-hmm. the way that you have it right now, it looks like I'm wearing like, a, a massive hoop on the side of my face like it like it really? sticks out real far like it's weird like
3: further like look how the light's hitting mine like more than that
1: it feels like more than that
3: oh maybe I just have like a a wider more bulbous nose
1: I mean I do have, it's we do just have different shaped noses and faces in general it's just it doesn't look that yeah we do look different <laughs> it's shocking it sounds like we're the same person but we actually have completely different faces
3: yeah which is crazy um, <laughs> so
1: um, join no, our Patreon to see that we have different faces to be septum rings. Uh, okay well maybe that's cause yeah, that one I did try to put it there and I was like oh
3: yeah I put it I put it on this morning just to like I, I like it on the side better but I just wanted to see and it was like immediate tears Yeah, like, <laughs> bursting out just of my your eyes ducks was like, are just yeah.
1: like <laughs> <"Psh-ker-splash."> <laughs> yeah splash. Like, you don't even feel anything you're just like I'm crying yeah
3: yeah, yeah. so I was like well not for me yeah I'm, that's I'm meant a, for different side nose girl
1: different places side nose and I used to put it on my cartilage too before I got the real one yeah um
3: yeah well, that's our that's our uh, piercing segment. Of- should,
1: maybe I should get my septum I- pierced when you get your tattoo.
3: I love you with a septum piercing. And I will be honest with you, that is not one of my like favorite piercings. Because um, I yeah. think you just have to have the right
1: face for it. And apparently you do. The only thing is I would definitely want a ring and it's a little harder to hide. Because E actually has this piercing, but he has the... The two pokey downs where so it's a like, prong and you can yeah, so tuck, tuck, tuck it up.
3: Yeah. Um, well, something to think about. Yeah. Super cute. Um, what else do we have to talk about? Anything? I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I simultaneously feel like I have a lot to talk about and nothing to talk about.
1: Let's, let's start with the a lot.
3: Oh, I don't know what it is. I just feel, oh, just I feel, feel I feel the energy in my I've body had, of mean, like having things to say.
1: Yeah. Got it. I've had a good week. I'm still dating a person. Mm-hmm. That's been good. Yeah. For, I don't know if I've talked about him on here yet.
3: You haven't. I mean, oh. you've mentioned him as, that, that there is, that a human exists,
1: but that's about all we've gotten. Yeah. I don't have much to say about him, but. Uh, in a good way she doesn't yeah 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 no I don't know just, just keeping it to myself for now um I get it uh, I'm still married that's good that's good mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um <laughs> I was trying to think of what we could call him on here and then one day you were like <laughs> Abraham Lincoln and mm-hmm. I was like Catherine texted me he's like how's B- Abraham Lincoln and I was like is that me like what are you talking <laughs> about I was like uh, good? What's happening? And then she was like, no, the boy. And I was like, oh, <laughs> I guess
3: yeah. that's his name now. It is his name. Great. And I can't wait to meet him and go, Baberham Lincoln! Oh, how no. you doing? Oh, no. I love, my job in regards to who Kim is dating is the best job. I get to be intimidating, crazy, and embarrassing.
1: And I love it intimidating crazy and embarrassing I don't think you're ever any of those things to the oh no intimidating you are sometimes but you're not crazy, crazy. I don't really mean crazy
3: I just mean like I don't have any like I'm I'm just here to make sure that this dude is cool like that's my <laughs> only job like I don't I I don't have anything to prove to him I'm like you have everything to oh yeah 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 that's that's how I so it's it's just a great well it's a great job
1: he got a second vaccine yesterday. Yes, I can get mine on. I have two appointments now. <laughs> I have to cancel because oh, <laughs> so I had one for Tuesday, and then I like happened to look again, and then there was one on Saturday, and I was like, "May as well bump it up." Yeah. um so
3: But wait, as in this Saturday, you have yep. it? Okay, cool. Yeah, awesome.
1: um And uh what else is I going to say? Beep, boop boop beep, boop boop boop. Oh, and that job that I had the second interview for. They gave it to someone else, but they were like, we felt like such a spark with you. We kind of want to create, like, a different role for you. And so I think I'm going to be, like, the personal assistant kind of for, like, the main – for the for the main person. And he's, like, You're... so cool and, like, this huge spirituality teacher and, like, has a retreat in, like, Ibiza and shit. Like, I'm like, uh, So I don't know. I, I think I'm going to take it. This guy – lucked the fuck out getting you <sighs> like
3: it was his lucky goddamn day and he doesn't thank even you. know it yet.
1: thank you and thank you for all of your good vibes that i know you put out there Sammy's. i appreciate yep. them yep yep hopefully yep. this will be an amazing wonderful opportunity and who knows where no it doubt. will take me i have no
3: doubt um I guess the only news that I have is I now have my hair and tattoo appointment to become my full person. So I already told you guys that I had my tattoo appointment scheduled. Now I have my hair appointment scheduled, and I'm turning into a butterfly.
1: Very coming exciting. out of my
3: cocoon. Very exciting. Becoming my full self. I I just you know I give no fucks. I want to express myself the way I want to express myself. I made so many choices. Pretty much up until the pandemic, well, I got tattoos, but like I made so many choices based on like what our industry says you have to be your look. Oh at. yeah, and totally. I'm, I'm not. I'm not doing that. That's anymore. what
1: I when I sh- shaved the side of my head. That's exactly yep. how I felt. I was like, "Fuck this garbage! I'm gonna be me." Yeah, I'm
3: not doing it anymore. So, um, people can work with the actual me, or they can fuck off.
1: That's how I feel. Yeah. Uh, Do you want to hear a movie? Mm Mm-hmm. Great. So
3: how do we do this? All right. The movie that I watched is called Lights Out. It is directed by David F. Sandberg. It is written by Eric Heiserer with screenplay by David Sandberg. Oh no! Screenplay by Eric, story by David, um, and produced by James Wan. Ah, look yeah. at you. Look at me. Okay, dead or alive. What year was it made? Did you say that already? I didn't, and I didn't look it up. Kim,
1: I like to know. It helps my brain.
3: Actually, I do know. Twenty sixteen.
1: Great. Yeah, twenty sixteen is much different than nineteen eighty six. Is all I'm saying. It helps. Those my are very brain. different years. Yes, to very different know years. what I'm seeing. Um, yes. Is this the one that's? Is this based off like that YouTube short?
3: Uh, we researched it as we were
1: watching it. Uh, it, yeah. <laughs> uh, what was I going to say? Well, was the short made by the same people? That I don't know. I'm gonna have to post more. Well, no, you're gonna have to post more. Now. I'm gonna have to post more. <laughs> yeah, dead or alive. Uh, Becca, alive.
3: Martin dead Dad alive mom alive Diana dead Brett or Boyf dead Cop one alive Cop two alive We have our first half point for dead or alives I'll tell you when we get there Yeah
1: uh how's okay. that? so would i've gotten a half point either way then uh-huh yeah well that's a bullshit question i'll tell you when we get there i it's, demand it's a, a d- d- deletion
3: <laughs> a deletion i'll tell you when we get there it's very weird and if any if any of our families it's have
1: impossible it, to get a full point that's just rude
3: so would you like three points what Oh, I just gave away what your score was. You only got two. It was two and a half. I'll give you three. God, you guys, I, I have to clear something up. The way I, I, I don't give Kim like the amount of lashes based on how many she gets wrong. You would think that I like whip her with a switch Based on how many points she doesn't get. It's not Based a fair how-
1: question. I don't even I'm have the just, opportunity to get a full point. I would never I'm ask ju- that question. I would be like, I'm oh, just letting you." I know. won't put that person down because it's not fair that she can't actually get a full point. It's impossible. What the fuck a point I'm, is that? I'm
3: just letting you know. It's guys. an
1: automatic negative on my end. It's not fair. I, I don't. I don't whip her with a switch <laughs> based on
3: how many points she doesn't get.
1: <laughs> I like okay. to win.
3: Uh, Burns, we are in a textiles building, which took me forever to figure out what it was. <laughs> uh, I had to rewind it. I saw the sign on the building. It says Wells Textiles. Okay. okay. Because uh, inside we have mannequins and clothes right very creepy mannequins of course and then we also have like a very long industrial looking hallway uh and it's very dark at the time that we're in here so uh here we are we cut to a man uh in his office picking up the phone and it is your friend
1: billy burke Billy Burke. Oh, Billy we Burke. go way back to Baltimore. Yes, do. Yep. Matter 49. That one night that. <laughs> yep. I didn't, we'll I, I didn't hook up with Billy Burke. You guys. Made it <laughs> no, sound no, no, that no, way. No. Yeah. <laughs> but I that did. One, that one night, <laughs> night in Baltimore <laughs> with Billy Burke. <laughs> I did hang out with him in Joaquin Phoenix, though, and this was a long time ago. So Joaquin was pretty wacky. Pretty, yeah. but very fun. Lo- yeah, love had finger tambourines. <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> finger tam- that's right.
3: He did have finger tambourines. Um, tam- I didn't hook up okay. with
1: him either. that's what you're that wasn't a <laughs> yeah, there were no, there was no hook- um, what's the word? It's like a euphemism, right? Yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he had finger tambourines, <laughs> he had some real finger, finger tambourines. tambourines if you know what I mean. mean. <laughs> Okay, so uh, Billy gets on FaceTime with a young boy who's in bed, and the little boy is like, when are you coming home? Oh. And Billy is like, soon, bud, where's mom? And the little boy's like, I don't think she's feeling good. And dad says, I get it, bud, we're working on getting her better. Mm-hmm. And the little boy tells dad that she's been talking to herself again. Uh-oh. And Billy repeats... I'm going to get mom better, I promise. So then he hangs up with a little boy. Little boy's name is is Martin.
2: Mm
3: -hmm. Uh, And Billy Burke's his dad. He then hangs up and we see Billy like plop this giant file box on top of his desk. And it's labeled Mulberry Hill Asylum. And it's got like all these records Mm -hmm. in it. And that's all we know. We then uh, have his assistant come in to his office, and it's very dark in here. All of the lights are really only like the safety lights, I would say. Um, okay. Like his office has its lights
1: on, but oh.
3: outside, oh, it's like, in,
1: like the warehouse. Okay. Mm-hmm. Got it. I yeah. see that.
3: And uh, the assistant is like, I'm going to close up. Do you want me to have someone stay overtime? obviously, because he's still there. And he's like, no, 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 it's fine. So the assistant is now in the hallway. And she has a checklist. Like, she's kind of going through, uh, making sure everything is in its place. And the way that the hallway is lit with the safety lights is it is just a long line of pools of light. So just circles of light. And at one point, all the lights go out. No. And so she goes, waves her arms mm. to make them turn back on. So they're like safety motion lights. And when she, when they come back on one of the racks of clothes, she notices was moving No, as if someone had been there. Uh, so now she goes into one of the stock rooms and uh, she, the light is on in the stock room and she turns it off And sees in the corner something that looks like in the shape of a mannequin. But then she flips the light back on and there's nothing there. Off, there's the figure again. On, it's gone. Off, there's the figure again. On, it's gone. Off, there's the figure again. On, it's gone. Off, monster charges! (laughs) And she like... The, she sees this shadow, like, coming at her, and yeah. she turns the lights back on, and it's gone.
1: That was too many on-offs. Why was I, was I so many? because
3: I was trying to lull you in a sense of false security, and then it worked. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was going to happen, but I still <laughs> got scared. <laughs> um. So now she goes into the dad's office, and... Dad is on the phone with somebody and we hear him saying, well, can you at least get her to not lock herself in the closet?
2: Oh, no.
3: Okay. Well, maybe we don't call it an intervention. And then Esther, who's the assistant, is like, boss, I saw something in the back room. And Billy Burke is like, I'm sorry. Like, I got to deal with this. And she's like, okay, well, be careful. So now Billy hangs up with whoever he was talking to, and we see a picture on his desk that's him, the kid from FaceTime, and mom played by Maria
1: Bello. Oh, Maria Bello.
3: Yeah. What? what yeah. What, what? Where's the confusion happening? It's somewhere.
1: I'm just not sure about what. <laughs> no, I'm pretty <laughs> sure. I know who Maria Velo is. She's blonde. Mm
3: -hmm. Yes. So now Billy has left his office and he is now in the pools of light. Yeah. Hallway. Okay. Okay. And I would say between each circle of light, there's maybe like a foot of darkness. Okay. Maybe two feet. Not much, but like a space of darkness for sure. Okay. And, um, He's kind of, you know, doing his thing, and he hears something, and it's kind of like a scratching noise, like someone scratching something into a surface. And he turns around, and in one of the darknesses between the pools of light is this crouched-over figure sort of squatting on the ground, scratching at something. No! No! And sh- and it's just like uh, – you remember how you described uh, the, the aliens in Attack the Black where you were like, it's so black? Yes. that it- Okay. So th- picture that where it's like a shadow but it's like too black.
1: Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
3: Um, and so he sees this like <laughs> crouched figure that's all darkness and he goes – Esther? And I was like, no. I was like, listen, man, I have only seen Esther the once. I get that. But I am able to easily identify that that is not your assistant, Esther, for
1: sure. <laughs> oh, I thought Esther was his wife. Okay. Esther, the assistant. Okay. Yeah. No,
3: Maria Bello is his wife. Oh,
1: right. We have this. We just had a we conversation this. about yeah. this. Yeah. Great. Cool, cool, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Um, <laughs> Esther. Is. It's not Esther. Well, but I, I didn't know that you. Maria Bella's name wasn't Esther.
3: That's true. <laughs> you didn't know. He, mom? <laughs> mom? Mom of my son? <laughs> no.
1: <laughs> mom? Not my mom, mom of my son. <laughs> <Yeah. This is laughs> in case you were confused, Shadow. Yeah.
3: So uh, he sees Esther, and then I just wrote no, period, <laughs> being like, that's not Esther. And then all of the lights go off. So pools of light are gone. And he waves his arms again to make them come back on. They come back on. But we see that the crouched figure, not Esther, has moved to the next (laughs) part of darkness. Closer. And is like, yeah, and is closer. All right. So question one. What? What do you do? And what does he do?
1: Where am I in relation to getting the fuck out of here door?
3: Uh, I'm not sure where the exit is, uh, but your office is is uh, you're between not Esther and the office. Uh, And then it's a pretty it's a huge space. So though I don't know where the front door is, there are lots of places to go.
1: So not Esther is in front of the direction that I was walking towards. Yeah. Like they're blocking the way. Yes. Okay. Uh well shit. I assume yeah. the door is that way then. Probably. Uh gosh. And we're in 2016. Mhm. Okay. Uh <laughs> why is that funny
3: I don't know like I feel like it makes sense to be like so we're in 1980 like no cell phones but it's like 2016 I mean that was it does feel like eons ago 2016
1: (laughs) that's why I was still checking I was like we have cell phones that was my thought process yes um well I'm gonna start by pulling out my cell phone and putting my flashlight on so I'm okay. always in light,
2: Mm-hmm.
1: and uh, you know, if this thing uh doesn't appear in the light, I'm a fucking skedaddle out of there. <laughs> I'm gonna be like light, 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 light light, as I run by, like just yep. co- just hugging the wall, you yep. know, um, or leapfrogging
3: into each pool of light. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> too scared, too scared. <laughs> then just nothing grabs one of your legs, and you're like, ah! <laughs> Um Yeah, I'm going to use light as my weapon okay. against this thing. And um, he's going to, hmm, I don't know him yet. What's he doing? Hey, Esther. Not Esther. It's moving closer. <laughs> uh-huh. That's suspect. Uh Hmm, what's this? What's that guy gonna do? Uh, I think he'll keep being like, "Hello," like trying to figure out who like, who it is. Kind of, you know, still trying to like just leave, but also like, what? What's going on? Okay.
3: One point for you. Yes, my, my lightsaber.
1: Up- Work. You
3: picked up on a clue very quickly. That Billy was a little slower to pick up on. Billy makes a run for it. Okay. He is tripped Uh, by something. ah,
1: See, I knew it. Yep. I knew that was going to be the leapfrog thing.
3: You did know. So when he stands, his leg is scratched
0: open. (gasps) (gasps) What? What? And he's like,
3: Esther? (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) So he stands, oh. looks at his leg scratched to bits. Not Esther, right the fuck in front of him, ah! and she's got kind of like a whisper creep thing happening where she's just kind of like, no. <laughs> he looks down and he sees what you already figured out right off the bat that the toes of not Esther like won't go into the pool of light. (sighs) So he then is like, okay, I'm going to make a run for it, keeping the lights on and make a run for it to my office. Um, uh, And so he goes into his office, but his office has a big giant window that he can see out into the rest of the space. Question number two, you're in your office with the lights on. What do you grab and what does he grab?
1: Um, uh,
3: presumably knowing that there's a monster outside that's afraid of light. Just in case that wasn't clear. Like you're like, I don't know. I grab my coffee. Take a sip. I'm
1: thirsty. No, no. I I get it. I got okay, the good. question. I, I didn't think he was just going back to chill. Okay, cool. <laughs> I was just thinking. <laughs> I was like, I hope my future boss isn't just like. I see a creepy monster person and they're like, Kim. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Please don't think of me yeah. that way, sir. Um, blah, 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 blah. I mean a flashlight? Okay. Flashlight, candles. I I don't know what this guy keeps in his office. I'm gonna keep I'm gonna stick with my cell phone, flashlight, and if I have another flashlight in my office.
3: Okay. So just just sources of light. I'm
1: just gonna light Light's up. Gonna grab. Yeah, I think he does the same. Hand in hand.
3: One point for you. Uh, he grabs a baseball bat, which uh, okay. For those of you that aren't familiar with uh, mm. America's pastime, baseball bats they don't they don't light up at all. Yeah, they they're are just, not lightsabers. No, no, no. They're just uh, they're just wood. That's it. Uh, baseball bats. So he grabs a baseball bat. At this point, the motion lights outside of his office go out. No, but he's still <laughs> okay. He's still in his office, right? Lights on, holding a non-light-up baseball bat. When the lights in his office begin to flicker, no, no, and no, he's no, going, no, no. 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 The, that's what, <laughs> really, <those are> <laughs> really yes. He's <laughs> just going, no, 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 no. Darkness. <laughs> He then hears a scratching noise no. outside. No. And he hears his door slowly no. open. And then he's pulled into the darkness, disappears outside, dropped from the ceiling into a pool of light, mangled to bits. <gasps> no! Billy Burke. Dead? He's dead.
1: Oh, Billy, say it ain't so.
3: Yeah. Um, And, like, we can't really see what his body looks like, but it looks like his, like, things are not pointing in the direction that they're supposed to be pointing, Yes, you know what I I mean. I do, I do. Yeah. So then we see Lights Out, which is the title of the movie. Cut to apartment, heavy metal, posters of heavy metal stuff. (laughs) And, like, real, you know, edgy shit. And I wear black and my eyeliner is really thick. Okay? You see the vibe. Yeah. But I also have really long, lustrous blonde hair. I don't judge. You do you, girl. Uh, It's a couple post-coitus in the bed. He wants to go again. And she's like, no, also leave. And I wrote... That he's real anxious attachment style, but I think I'm wrong. Uh, As I watched the movie, I was like, he's secure attachment style. She's avoidant attachment
1: Mm -hmm. style. Gotcha.
3: Um, Because he uh, is just kind of like, what the fuck? Like, why do you always kick me out after? So she goes and she takes a shower and she kind of just looks at herself in the mirror with sort of like dissatisfaction with herself her life whatever
1: and this is a new person we haven't seen before
3: new person we haven't seen before uh it's becca and her boy but we don't we don't know that yet okay um we see that like she has some like cuts on her upper arm that look like really precise Mm. uh healed over razor cuts yeah Uh, yeah. they don't come up ever again um other than to kind of tell us that she's troubled kind of all we need to know and she comes out and he is now he did not leave he's asleep and she wakes him up and she's like you have to go I have to work in the morning and we then learn that she has never let him stay over Mm. and he's like it's really weird that you don't let your boyfriend stay over and Becca's like boyfriend who said anything about boyfriend
1: Uh uh-oh
3: and he kind of like stares at her being like what the fuck and she's like i mean you are the only guy i've been seeing and he's kind of just rolls his eyes and he's like a drawer give me a drawer that i can keep <laughs> a pair of jeans in and she's like nope no jeans and he's like socks a sock let me keep a sock here a sock and she's like <laughs> she's like no um, and she's like, seriously, leave. I have to work in the morning. I will see you tomorrow at the concert or something, whatever. Which also just shows you what COVID has done to my brain. Because as soon as she said concert, I was like, oh, my God, that gathering. That is so big. There's going to be so many people there. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's, it's crazy. Like, it's an involuntary reaction I when I'm know. watching stuff. It's so weird. Same. Um So she's like, I'll see you tomorrow. Uh but when she leaves the room, he sneaks a single sock into her top drawer.
1: <laughs> Cute.
3: Yeah. And then she literally, like, kicks him out, like, pushes him out the door and closes it and is like, love you too. And he walks outside and then he's on the street and we hear her be like, hey, Brett. And she's Romeo and Julietting out her window. And she's like, I like you a lot. And then she throws his sock back at him. <laughs> and he's just kind of like, you know, I'll take it. Like, he's he's just sort of like progress, you know. Yeah. We then cut to a pic of Becca, and she's, like, in a posed uh, family pic with her and a little boy. And the little boy is the little boy from FaceTime that's Billy Burke's son.
1: Okay. Oh, so we have
3: Okay. So we have that picture. It then moves over to another picture, but we see that it has moved us into a new house. So right. it's like Got this it. picture is the same on two mantles. And then we move over to this other picture. And it is now a picture of a, of, uh, a whole family. So it's like uh, Billy Burke, pic- uh, picture Billy Burke, uh, Maria Bello with Martin and then, like, one with Becca, like, so just a lot of family photos. It then pans over even more to a little boy in bed, and it's Martin. And his door is like a little bit ajar. And so he's like, Mom, no answer. And he looks just like the little kid from Never Ending Story, by the <sighs> way
1: oh Sebastian Sebastian
3: yes same kind of mouth, yeah, kind of mouth. Love. like very similar
1: uh-huh.
3: and I uh know. I wonder what that kid's up to these days that's post postmortem. Well, that's post-mortem. <laughs> yeah I'm into what, what it. are you up to kid uh okay
2: <laughs> no that answer
3: that's so good uh no answer except when our text dies. That is child abuse, (laughs) putting that in a child's movie. (laughs) (laughs) He gets out of bed and he looks down the hall. Now, it's not a pitch black hallway, but there are a lot of pools of darkness, Mm -hmm. if you can picture. This Mm -hmm. is a very big house. This is like, um, it it definitely takes place in LA, and it's uh, um, one of those houses uh, that would be in like Westwood basically. So it's very old inside, definitely built in like the 1920s. So he's walking down the hallway, like very slowly, and he walks towards his mom's room. Her door is open, slightly ajar as well. And we see her kind of like pacing in front of the opening, talking to no one. But we hear her saying, I don't know what to do about it. I'm sorry. I really don't know. And then she stops talking, looks at Martin, and is like, hey, Martin, what's up? <laughs> and Martin's like, are you okay? And she's like, I will be. Did we wake you? And Martin is like, w- what? And she's like, just go back to bed. And he's like, okay. So she kind of like shoes him out of the room. He then turns around and he sees a weird monster hand reach around the edge of the door and he runs into his room back into bed, jumps into bed, has his covers up over his face, and he's kind of just peeking out at the door that he's slammed shut And he's just looking at the darkness outside of his room. And he just hears creaking and scratching on the other side of the door. And then the knob starts turning. (laughs) Bang! Bang! And the lights flicker. Cut to school. Martin is in the nurse's office. And he's literally like, asleep leaning up against the wall like he's so tired and the nurse is like your mom's not answering and the nurse says to someone on the phone his mom's not answering martin fell asleep in class again and i was like oh my god if i was sent to the nurse's office every time i fell asleep in class i would just have (laughs) been the school nurse they would have been like why don't you just take over (laughs) the amount of times i fell asleep in class Maybe I was being haunted by a darkness monster.
1: Oh shit.
3: Maybe I had a not Esther haunting my house and I've just blocked it out. Yeah. I was class all the time. You were
1: just so traumatized. Yeah. Uh Did you ever we sorted that out. Did you did we talk about this before? Did you ever think that you had like narcolepsy or something like that?
3: I've pondered it. Um, especially when I learned that so I think we all thought narcolepsy was like, so we we're just talking and then all of a
1: sudden <laughs> yeah,
3: like that's not what it is. When I yeah. learned that it's just like
1: you're tired all the time.
3: You're, <laughs> you're tired all the time, and you can't keep your eyes open. Yeah. I was like, hmm. Uh, but no, I talked to uh, at some point. I talked to a doctor, or psychologist, or psychiatrist, or something, and they were like, they were like, yeah, it sounds like you're really sleepy. They were like, it's more likely that um, your anxiety and depression m- makes you. Tired, especially your anxiety. If you just constantly are pumping, it, oh, it makes you. I see, I see. I see. It makes you tired. So they were like, "It's it's more likely that you're anxious." And my anxiety, and I wasn't on medicine for my anxiety when I was in high school, so
1: that. Oh, would make interesting. Sense. And so you feel like not as sleepy as then. No, not as sleepy as then. Okay. Not at all. Not
3: at all. No, no, no. Like I was. Um, like it was embarrassing like in 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 middle school high school and college I mean we remember me falling asleep in psychology and (laughs) farting myself awake in class yeah it was
1: it led to a lot of embarrassing moments I just I just that's one of my favorite stories but also like it like I, I, I wasn't even you I wasn't there I wasn't any part of it and it it it's like upsetting from the inside I know. out. Like I'm look embarrassed. at my face right now. I'm <laughs> I'm this i I'm currently embarrassed and I have yeah. no part in it. I don't know how you ever went back to that class again. Oh, I didn't. I dropped it. Oh, that's <laughs> honestly that's the only answer.
3: Yeah, I dropped it. It's <laughs> like, well, it's the end of that. Thank God it wasn't a class I was taking for my major because I'd be like, well, I'm an accountant now. <laughs> Man. just so, dead guys you know, it was dead silence it was dead silence uh, you know,
1: everyone <laughs> get those make sure to you know find your right meds so you don't yep part yourself <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like in, in front of an entire room of people
3: so embarrassing <laughs> it was so it was it was so embarrassing <laughs> oh. okay well, and like oh. how do you play that off
0: no
1: no <laughs> There's, no I don't know no there's the- <laughs> <laughs> like what happened the rest of the class like after the moment
3: oh I blocked it out that's the only thing I remember it's a blackout
1: yeah yeah but
3: like I if you like <laughs> if I found myself accidentally in that one random totally neutral classroom I would feel it in my bones yeah. I like, could be like I've I've been here before <laughs>
1: Anyway, (laughs) what were we talking
2: about?
1: Martin fell asleep in class. Oh, I was like, how did he get here? (laughs) Yeah. And he's a, what is he, like six or something? What is he, a baby?
3: Mm, I would say, I would call him uh, elementary school, maybe third grade. Oh, that's a cute age. Yeah, but like like not so young that he doesn't have agency. Yeah. He definitely has agency. Maybe even fourth grade, I would say. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, so the nurse is on the phone and asking someone like, Who else do I call? Okay. Mm-hmm. So now Becca and her boyfriend, not boyfriend, mm-hmm. show up at the
1: school. Okay.
3: And they are met outside the nurse's office by a woman named Emma who says that she's from Child Services Uh-oh. and she was assigned to Martin when your father died. And Becca says, stepfather. My dad ran off when I was 10. Okay. Okay. So Billy Burke is Martin's dad and Becca's stepdad.
1: And they both have the same Maria Bello mom. Mom. Correct.
3: Yeah. So Emma, the social worker, is now like, let's talk about Martin. How are things at home? Is he sleeping? And Becca's like, I don't live there. I don't know. And uh, social worker's like, so it's just your mom there? And Becca's like, yeah. And the social worker's like, well, how is she? And Becca's like, she's taking her depression meds, if that's what you're asking me. But also, like, why are you grilling me about my mom? Where's Martin? Like, you called me mm-hmm. to come get Martin. Mm-hmm. And social worker's like, he fell asleep in class for the third time. And uh, – and, she, and Becca just kind of, like, gives her a look. Uh, and then she takes her in to see Martin. And Martin is like, I didn't think you'd show. <gasps> Baby. My and friend, uh, I,
1: I always come for you.
3: <laughs> but it was cute because uh, Becca definitely felt called out. So he's like, I didn't think you'd come. And Becca just goes, okay.
2: Because nah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, the nurse there and the social worker there. Yeah. And... Social worker kind of leans down to Martin and she's like, I know that this is really hard for you and I know that you can't talk to your mom about it, um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and things are hard at home. And Martin says to to uh, Becca, this is this is why you left, isn't it? <gasps> oh. And Becca says, uh, no, my my deal was more complicated. Like she clearly doesn't want to get into it with like Martin or the nurse and social mm-hmm. worker. And then uh, Becca says, OK, let's get you home. And Martin says, your home or mom's? And Becca's like, where you live? Uh, that's where I'm taking you. And uh, so she's like, let's go. We'll be fine. And kind of just shoos away the nurse and the social worker. So now we cut to uh, Becca, Boyf, and Martin pulling up to this gorgeous mansion house. And Martin asks again to stay at her place. And Brett, the boyfriend, is like, good luck with that. (laughs) And Becca's like, my posters are too scary. And Martin is like, girl, I just need sleep. I don't give a shit about your posters. He's like,
1: bitch, you want to see scary? Come to my room at night.
3: Yeah, right? Literally. Um, And so... Boyf like takes off his seatbelt to be like, anything I should know about mom? And Becca's like, no, 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 no. You're waiting in the car. And he's like, why? And she's like, because she's crazy. Uh and so Becca and Martin are now walking up to the porch. And Becca's like, it's just a phase, Martin. Like, she won't be like this forever. Has she been social lately? And Martin is like, uh, yeah, just with Diana. And Becca says what did you just say? Hmm? And he's like, with Diana. And so then Becca gets down on his level. And she's like, listen, Martin, I know what you're going through. I had dreams about Diana when dad left too. Um, You know, but she's not real. And uh, we're going to get through this. And we see POV, someone looking out the curtains at the Mm. two of them on the porch. And then Maria Bello opens the door. And she's very jumpy. Mm-hmm, she just mm-hmm. feels like her energy is like static and uh staticky, not yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh and when you say someone was looking out them through the window, like it was probably Maria Bello or um, it was probably Maria okay. Bello. It wasn't it like was from a Maria upstairs Bello. window and then Maria Bello opened the door immediately. Like
3: mm-hmm. no, no, I no, 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 no. No. Okay. no. Um and she's pretty surprised to see becca and is very much like what are you doing here right and she says to martin she's like what are you doing home and martin like as he runs off to presumably go to bed he's like she'll tell you and just like runs off so becca's like he fell asleep at school and says he wasn't sleeping and you didn't answer the fucking phone and mom blames it all on dad having died Like, she's basically just like, things are hard. It's hard to be a mom. And dad is gone and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. Not taking any responsibility. Uh, And Becca's like, are you seeing a therapist? And Maria Bello's like, I'm not going to go to a stranger to talk about my problems. I've done it before. Remember? And Becca's like, "Mom, Yeah, and Becca is like... Becca's energy is not panicked. She's exhausted and been here before. Sure, yeah. And so Becca's like, yeah, I remember when you were talking to a therapist. How long have you been off your meds, mom? Uh, We now cut to Martin upstairs, and he's just putting, like, all of his clothes into a bag. But, like, all from the top drawer. So I was like, are you just bringing underwear? Like, what's... And he just like shoves it into a bag and then he hears a door creak. No. So he walks out of his room with his bag and he walks past a dark room that has stained glass in the top of it. So it's an indoor room, but the entrance to it has like stained uh, stained glass hallway or stained glass in the top of the door. Um, It appears to be some sort of office, but we can't really see inside. But all we do see is that this glass door slams on its own and there's just sort of like a creepy figure silhouetted in the glass at the top of the door as he walks by. Mm -hmm. So now we cut to mom and Becca again. And mom is still just like blaming hard times on how hard, like not having dad around, Mm -hmm. like just you know, it's hard to raise a kid without a father. And then she gets real shady and is like, look how you turned
1: out. Ouch, mom, don't say that to yeah. your children, man. That you're
3: looking at right now. Um, and uh, Becca is just like over it. And she just like leans down and she's like, until you stop being completely manic, Martin is staying with me. Call oh, me when I? you're feeling better. Wow, and uh, Martin is there with like his bag, and he's like, "I'm ready. Got, I've got all my undies, all my undies, and in a nothing bag. else. I'm um, ready." Yeah, and mom is crying, and she's <laughs> like, "Please don't take him. Please don't take him." And Martin is just like, "See you later, mom. Take your vitamins." Like he's like, uh, "I'm out of uh, here.
2: <laughs> <laughs> take uh, your vitamins."
3: Yeah. True. So now mom is like crying on the porch, like sobbing hysterically. And Martin just gets into the car and is just like, bye, mom. Sorry. Like, he's just like, I'm but goodbye. And uh, so they get to Becca's apartment. And she gives him the bed and she's like, "Uh, I'll sleep on the couch. He doesn't give a shit about the posters. Like, he's just like, no, it's fine. Like, good (laughs) night. And uh, he pulls out a flashlight uh to to go to bed yeah so now it's uh boyfriend brett and becca in her apartment and boyfriend brett is like did you call social services and becca's like he's my brother and boyfriend brett is like that's what they're there for like this he was assigned a social worker you need to inform them of his whereabouts basically And uh, she's like, I can take care of it. And he's like, are you doing this to help him or hurt her? Mm. And she gets pissed and tells him to leave. She's like, get the fuck out. And and shoes him out. Yeah. So now we cut to Becca and Martin making a midnight snack and they're bonding over that they both like their sandwiches cut into triangles And uh, she brings him a jug of milk. And I was like, oh, you can – pour for a child, you can pour the milk into a glass. You don't need to give them the whole jug to drink with their (laughs) their sandwich. (laughs) Um, And she just, like, sweetly kind of brushes his hair. And uh, Martin is like, Rebecca, if mom's crazy, does it mean we're crazy too? Oh, man. And – Becca looks at him with a lot of feelings, but says, no.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Cut to your nightmare. Uh, it is nice. a, you know, those vertical ta- neon signs that you will often see outside of a tattoo parlor? Yeah. Uh, so it just uh, is a red neon sign that says tattoo, but it flashes. So it's like red off.
1: Right. Red off. Uh And
3: it is right the fuck next to Becca's apartment. So her entire bedroom at night, all night, is just... Oh, my
1: gosh. Just murder me, not Esther. There's no point in living like this. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I was like, please move. Like, why are you living here?
1: This is terrible. Or at least Um, get some fucking shade blacking curtains what's that called blackout curtains blackout curtains, blackout curtains.
3: yeah for sure because it definitely it illuminates curtains. her entire apartment in red
1: no thank you I mean yeah maybe fun for sexy times but
3: maybe fun for sexy times but is it always sexy times I mean sometimes no. you're just trying to
1: make a sandwich yeah sometimes or sleep I'm like sleepy times though yeah is a large part of time and I would like none of that there are three times sleepy, sleepy times, times. Sexy times, times and sandwich, sandwich times. <laughs> yes. I mean, yeah. those are the essentials for life.
3: Agreed. So we're seeing that Becca's asleep and the, red, the light is going on and off. And then we hear, <laughs>
1: Oh, I don't like it scratching.
3: Scratching noises. It wakes Becca. Now, the scratching sound stops whenever the red light is on
1: oh blarga
3: yeah so she kind of like half awake is like martin what are you doing down there no and no and we no. see that in the threshold of the door we see a crouched over not esther no scratching and something i think into that's a not
1: martin too it's a not
3: martin and a not oh, esther no. for sure oh, no and so then the red light comes on and the figure disappears. And that's when Becca's like, that is a not Martin for sure. And so she kind of gets down on the ground, like kind of crouching down next to her what? bed and starts slowly moving towards it. What? Red light goes off, watching her scratch. Gone. Red light goes off, watching her scratch. Gone. Red light goes off. She's standing. Gone. Red light goes off.
2: Charging at her!
3: (laughs) Question And then gone. Question three. What do you do and what does Becca
1: do? Turn the lights on. Hand in hand. Correct. (sighs) She crouched down, eh?
3: Yeah. So... She, when the red light comes back on, so not Martin has just charged at her, Mm -hmm. but as the red light came back on, she disappeared. So while the red light is still on, she, she rushed over to the side where the uh, light is because not Martin was crouched in the doorway and the light switch was right next to her. Right. So it was like, yeah, turns it on. And then she kind of like runs into the bathroom to just be like oh my god and eric and i at the same time we're like are you gonna go find martin because regardless (laughs) martin is not where martin is supposed to be (laughs) uh but she's like in the bathroom like composing herself and then she hears a sound from behind the not clear shower curtain (laughs) Mm-hmm. So she goes over, <laughs> and she slowly opens it. It's Martin asleep in the bathtub.
1: Martin's in the bathtub
3: with a pillow and a blanket and a flashlight on shining directly into his closed eyeballs, like he's oh, not taking no. any fucking chances.
1: Where was he supposed to be
3: sleeping? On the couch? That he he was supposed to be sleeping in the bedroom and Becca was supposed to be sleeping on the couch. But from what I saw, Becca was in the bedroom. Maybe Martin, they switched after maybe sandwich switched. time? Could be, yeah.
1: Sandwich milk jug time?
3: Sandwich milk jug time, yeah.
1: Hmm.
3: Uh, so now we cut to the next day, knock on Becca's door. It's Emma from social services. And Becca opens, and she just goes, did you take Martin? Like, totally fed up with her immediately. Whoa. And... She doesn't say anything, but then Martin from the kitchen is like, who is it? And she just kind of like, Martin <laughs> looks at her. Yeah. <laughs> and the social worker is like, you can't do this. You can't just take Martin out of his home. Like, he is, we have to know his whereabouts. Like, he, he's a, Kate, a social services case. Mm-hmm. And uh, Becca's like, how did you even know? And she's like, your mom called me. And uh, Becca is like, so she was lucid and the social worker was like, completely lucid. Uh, and basically she's like, what it sounds like, she's like, the social services lady doesn't not know that Maria Bello is, is cuckoo banana brains, but she's like, there are protocols and you can't right. just remove children. Um, and so Becca is getting shady and she's like, oh, so social services takes orders from nut jobs. And Emma is like, "Cut the cut the bullshit. Let me tell you what you're doing. So, if you want to be the rightful guard- guardian of Martin, that means going to war with your mom and proving that your mom is one hundred percent that the that the biological mother of your brother is completely unfit to." Raise him, right there is a lot that goes into that that proving that someone uh cannot have their own child with them, mm-hmm. and that's only half of it. If you do manage to prove that Martin is unsafe with your mom, you then have to prove that and you can are a right are the right a uh, responsible right. guardian right. right and uh you can tell that Becca like has not fully thought this through, of course, and so. All she says is, uh, "I can be a responsible guardian," and the social worker just looks around at these goddamn posters. And I'm like, "Some people like heavy metal, and you can't.
1: Yeah, <laughs> sometimes bands
3: anything. have kook- like you know crazy album covers. Yeah. It doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean they're unfit to watch yeah. children." Um. So now we cut to Martin leading hand in hand with the social worker. And Martin turns around and it's like, I'm going to be okay. I got some sleep. I'll do better tonight. But And he's real cute. And so Becca closes the door. And she's just kind of like, ugh, you know. And she starts picking up clothes off the ground, like just kind of straightening up. And as she picks up clothes, she sees something on the floor. <gasps> it looks like a little scratch mark under the rug. And she lifts it. It's right where not Martin was crouching in the threat in the Mm -hmm. doorway. She lifts up the rug and it's a stick figure and the name Diana scratched (sighs) into the floor. Uh So now it pans up to Becca's face. And then she kind of looks to the side and the camera follows her over and it goes to black. And we see that we're now in a flashback to little baby Becca in her bedroom at, at Maria Bello's house. And she is uh, drawing in a notebook. And it's like a picture of like mom, dad, Becca, and it's like little stick figures. And it's just three of them. And then she hears something and she turns to look behind her. Nothing there. She turns back to her desk and her notebook is gone. Hmm. She then hears something scratching in the closet. The door is closed. She goes over to the closet and she slowly opens the door just a little bit and then thinks to turn on the light. And as she turns on the light, we see the notebook was in mid-air, and it falls to the ground when the light goes on.
2: Shit.
3: So now she picks up the drawing, and she sees that the dad stick figure is, like, scratched out in black charcoal.
1: Oh, Diana don't like daddies.
3: Uh Uh-uh. And Diana has drawn herself as a stick figure that's just like Diana in the <laughs>
1: middle. <laughs> She's like, I'm your daddy now. Bitch. Yeah.
3: <laughs> daddy Diana. Oh, oh my gosh. That was inspired of me. <laughs> it really was. I loved it. So now we cut to the boyfriend coming by Becca's apartment in real time now. And she goes, to, he's like picking her up on the street and she goes to like get in the car And it's locked. And she's like, open the door. And he's like, not until we talk about what happened last night. And this is what I realized. I was like, boyfriend is not clingy. He is emotionally intelligent and mature dealing with this fucking avoidant crazy person. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because uh, he's like, no, you're not getting in my car until you talk to me about why you kicked me out of your apartment last night for being honest with you. And she is like... And she like puts her hands on his shoulders and she's like, I'm sorry. Kiss, kiss, kiss. Everything's fine. You were right. I shouldn't have taken Martin away. Okay, now take me to my mom's house because Diana is real. The bitch is real. And the boyfriend is still standing outside the car being like, who's Diana? Like he just is like, what is happening? So now we cut to Becca ringing the doorbell at her mom's house. And they're nobody's answering, so they're like looking in the windows. And Becca grabs a spare key from like a fake rock in a pot or something, and they go inside. And everything is—it's daytime, but everything is dark. It's a very dark house, even in the daytime. And no one appears to be home. And boyfriend is like, uh, "What do you want me to do?" And basically, she's like. Keep a lookout for my mom, but as soon as you see her, you bolt out the back door. So he's okay. lookout. Okay. She has gone upstairs and is walking around very slowly, looking in dark corners. And uh, she notices that the door to the office is ajar. Now, remember, the office is the one with the stained glass. Okay. She goes in. And we can tell that this was, like, her stepdad's office when mm-hmm. he was alive. But she sees that, like, the phone on the desk is, like, disconnected. And there's pictures, like, tacked up on a bulletin board. And one of them is a picture she's never seen before. And it's an old an oldish picture from maybe, like, the 1980s mm-hmm. or so. And it's a blonde girl standing in a dress, and next to her is a girl standing under an umbrella, but she's completely shaded under the umbrella. Mm. And there's no rain. It's sunny outside. And this girl's under an umbrella. Interesting. So she turns over the picture, and it says, (gasps) Sophie and Diana (gasps) Mulberry Hill. (gasps) What? Sophie is mom's name. Is Maria Bell.
1: Oh. Well. oh. So yeah. is this Aunt Diana? Maybe? Aunt
3: Diana. Yeah. So we cut to her. Now we have a jump cut to Becca still in the office, but she like plops a file box onto the desk that she clearly found, you know, under the desk or something. That's yeah. the same file box that Billy Burke was looking at the in the warehouse.
1: Mm -hmm. Okay.
3: she pulls out a tape recorder and starts playing it. Um, Suspension of disbelief here. This was very expositiony. And I don't think that this single tape was edited to give us the full story. I think we're supposed to think that maybe she put a couple different tapes in. But it just anyway, Uh, we hear a doctor talking about a patient. With an extreme skin disorder that also leaves her extremely sensitive to light. Wow. In addition, she's a very problematic patient with a history of violence, and she's obsessed with a young girl who's also a patient here named Sophie.
1: Oh. <laughs> Yeah. Whoa. Sounds like we're on a roller coaster. <laughs> so maybe not Auntie Diane. Mm-hmm. It's just Friendy Diana. Or maybe and... it's like
3: the aunt that I'll be to your kids. Right. Where yeah. it's like, I'm your aunt now. <laughs> That's Diana's vibe. So now we kind of cut to a different part of the tape where the doctor is now having Diana brought in to the
0: office Mm -hmm, or whatever mm
3: -hmm. and we hear him say hello diana and then we hear a voice say
0: keep the lights off
3: oh that's the voice Mm -hmm. oh no and the doctor says i hear you've been very bad diana i need you to stay away from sophie she's my friend (sighs) Uh, (laughs) oh no then why did you hurt her she was getting
0: better.
1: Oh, and she didn't want to cut, leave.
3: Yeah. We then cut to the doctor saying, session 13, patient's skin disorder is worsening. Uh, we have developed an experimental treatment, blah, blah, blah. Then we hear like, give her the full dosage, 100 watts. Uh-oh. And then we hear blood curdling scream and the doctor's being like, shut it off. Shut it off now. And the tape bends.
2: What? Huh?
3: We then see as we were listening to this uh to the session to the part where it's like session 13 the patient's skin disorder is worsening we're starting to like see like um uh old-timey f- flashes of it so it's like we see somebody being strapped into a chair we see somebody like flipping a voltage type of thing or ah. whatever and then the last picture that we see is what appears to be a spontaneous combustion in a dental chair. No. No. Because we just see the like exploded ashes outline of a person.
1: Isn't that like your greatest nightmare? Biggest fear? Yeah, I had
3: that nightmare that I spontaneously combusted and I'm kind of always waiting for it. (laughs) She just. I'm always a
2: little bit
1: waiting she to combust. Just
3: <laughs> farts herself into a spontaneous
2: <laughs> combustion.
3: Oh my god, uh, that's what's gonna happen. You're just that's like, gonna be so embarrassing. Poof.
1: <laughs> it's a mixture of poot
3: and poof yes. all together, and it's gonna be like kind of smelly. Oh. oh my god, Kim! If that happens, can you please just keep that out of the obit, please? I'm was, putting
1: it on your epitaph. Nah,
3: Bartered ah, <laughs> herself to death. <laughs> As in life, so in death.
1: <laughs> Sounds about right. <laughs> if that happens. You're just gonna end up haunting me because I won't stop laughing about it. Yeah, you're pretty just, much. But just- it'll just
3: be like, you'll be like. She's going to be here soon. I can smell it.
1: Uh, <laughs> <And> you're just, <laughs> I can't see you, but you're
3: just standing next to me screaming. It's not funny all the time. <laughs> yes. But farting as I do it. Cause I'm so emotional. Oh man.
2: <laughs> uh,
3: okay. So now we cut to the boyfriend back in the house being lookout for mom and he's just like kind of perched against the dining room table in a very dark dining room uh and the curtains are all closed and so we see him just kind of like open one of the curtains a little bit so some light comes in and we just see a figure standing behind him kind of move out of the light (laughs) he doesn't see it so now we go back up to becca And Becca is now in Martin's room. And she goes to turn the light on and it doesn't work. She then looks at the lamp that's in there and the bulb has been completely taken out.
1: No, Martin needs his light.
3: Yeah, no bulb. So now she's kind of looking around and she looks at the dresser and she sees a paper like sticking out from underneath the bottom drawer. Okay, And so she takes it out. It's the drawing from when she was a child. Her
1: drawing?
3: Her drawing. What the fuck? Uh, so she's like looking at it, and then the door slams and it locks. And she's like, <gasps> no. Brett, Brett. And she's like banging on the door, calling for Brett. And we just hear,
0: Stay away. <laughs> I won't be
3: sent away again. And she's lifted into the air <clears throat> by nothing, by her throat. <laughs> no
1: no don't i don't want to be lifted by nothing
3: no and especially not by your throat no at all so at this point brett hears her runs upstairs he's able to open the door and as he opens the door and light floods in becca just drops to the ground (sighs) so uh he gets her and he's like, what happened? He's like, well, it doesn't matter. Your mom's here. We've got to go. So now it cuts to them outside of the house, like around back. And she's like breathing really hard. And he's like, what the fuck happened? And uh, she's like, I was attacked. But like, I I can't explain it. I, I, I don't know what attacked me. And Brett is ho- carrying the file box. And he's like, and why am I carrying this? What is this? And she's like, it's proof. Cut to – so they've gone around the back, clearly, Mm -hmm. because now we cut to Mom and Martin walking up uh, the little sidewalk to the front porch, and Martin is carrying the groceries, and Mom is like, "Uh, no, you can tell me about your sister. Like, tell tell me what's going on with her, and Martin asks if she took her vitamins, Mm -hmm. and – I think she says yes or kind of dodges the question or whatever. But basically what she says is she turns to Martin, very lucid, and she says, I know I've been distant. And she says, I want to fix it. But until then, how about a popcorn and movie night? I feel like we just really need some quality time, just the three of us. And Martin's like... (gasps) He kind of like takes a breath and he's like, hey, mom, how about just you and me tonight? And mom says, we'll see. And walks inside.
1: (laughs) Oh, mom. Mom. No, there's only two of us that are living. (laughs) Mom. Mom.
3: Oh, no. So now we cut to them on the couch watching an old timey movie. And mom tells Martin, she's like, I'm going to be fine. She's like, but I do really miss your dad. He made me feel strong and protected. And I need to feel that way sometimes, just like you. And Martin says, I'm OK. Rebecca's strong. And Maria Bello gets real shady and it's like, Rebecca thinks she's strong. But when, she, when shit got tough, she abandoned me. And... Martin is like, Emma told me, the social worker, that sometimes the strongest thing to do is to face your fears. Uh, Mom just kind of looks at him and then she pauses the movie and leaves the room. She then comes back in and turns all the lights out. No. (laughs) And Martin is like, Mom? Mom? And she grabs his little shoulders and she's like, it's OK. It's OK. And he's like, mom, mom. And she's like, I want to tell you a story. And as she's talking, Martin can see not Esther sort of like standing behind her. And he's just like, mom, mom. And uh, mom is like, a long time ago, I had a friend and she was so special. Later, I found something really bad happened to her. And the news had it all wrong. They said she was dead, but she was still there. And then we see behind her, and she's uh, not Esther, is starting to kind of stand. And Martin can hear and see her behind mom. And mom continues I left her all alone for so many years. I abandoned her, but she's going to stay now as long as I keep my head clear and you keep the lights off. <laughs> Now. No, mom, no. Oh gosh. Not Esther is now perched, <laughs> squatting on top of the couch. Gosh. And Martin is just like, no. <laughs> so he like makes a break for it, breaks free of his mom's grasp, and mom is like, "No, Martin, don't turn on the lights." Diana doesn't know any better. Diana sees him going towards the lights. Diana slaps Mom out of the way <gasps> and rushes towards Martin. Uh, question four: What do you do, and what does Martin do? I,
1: mm, can I mm, can I turn on the light? Am I there? To mm-hmm. oh, turn on the light, hand in hand. Uh, I feel like I'm being tricked by. Two half
3: points. Okay. He turns on the light and then that little boy runs out the front door. Good for you. (laughs) And he's like, goodbye. And mom is just left crying, slapped by a monster on the floor. Cut to Becca and boyfriend. And Becca has like, all of the files and pictures and papers out spread around her uh, floor in her apartment and boyfriend is like so your mom was in an institution and like you guys just like never talked about it and becca's like nope like didn't know that she spent like a good portion of her childhood in an institution And basically, I don't know what I meant by this. I I said, he's like, I'll listen. I don't know who Diana is. I'm not sure. I think basically he's just like, they're trying to sort all of it out. And he's like, I'll be supportive. I think basically is what he's saying. Mm -hmm. Then they hear a knock on the door. And boyfriend gets up, opens the door. It's Martin. Martin. (laughs) And he just goes, it's getting worse. Oh, buddy. So now we cut to... Uh, boyfriend opening the fridge in Becca's apartment. It's totally empty, so she sends him to the store. And uh, Martin is like, I know you don't believe me, but Diana is real. She touched my hand. And Becca's like, I I do believe you. Yeah. And Martin says, she doesn't like the light. And um uh, at this point, Becca brings him from the kitchen into the living room where all of the research is. And she's like, your dad was doing a bunch of research. Um, here's what I learned about a a, a young girl named Diana that her mom knew. Diana was found locked away in a basement when she was 13. Uh, her father had killed himself. And we're just seeing, like, flashes of what she's saying as she's saying it. So it's the, you know, flash of a... Uh, a little dirty girl in the basement corner just kind of like creepily rocking at it. We don't see her face. We just see like all this hair in front Mm -hmm. of her. And we then see uh, when it says father killed when she says her father killed himself. We see like scrawled on the wall. She's in my head. Uh, Mm -hmm. And then it cuts to like scabby arms like of a kid and holding an umbrella. And Becca continues, and she's like, people used to say she was evil. It was said she could get inside people's heads. Uh, She was sent to Mulberry Mulberry Hill, and that's where she met mom. And she made mom think that they were friends. Uh, And then she says she only comes around when mom's at her worst. And Becca says, this whole thing happened to me too when my dad left. Like, she went into, like, a really bad
1: right, um, right, spiral.
3: Right. Uh, and she tells him about the experimental treatment that went wrong. And then she's like, and Diana died. And Martin is like, then how? And, uh, like, how is, she, how is she touching me and fucking with mm-hmm, my life?
2: Mm-hmm.
3: And Becca says, I don't know, but I think mom is the only connection That Diana has to this world. Mm. So Martin says. If we get mom better. Or no. I guess Becca says. If we get mom better. We can break the connection. And then Martin says. Diana won't let that happen. Because that's what my dad was trying to do.
1: Right.
3: Then we hear a knock on the door. And Becca's like. Oh food's here. She opens the door. Not food. Who? What, what? It's just nothing. No. No one there. No Diana, no. But then she hears footsteps clattering behind her <laughs> inside of her apartment. Question 5: What do you do and what do they do?
0: Diana, go away.
3: Dirty Diana.
1: Ooh. Ow. Um. Okay. Well, the lights are all on right behind me, right?
3: Uh, yes, but your bedroom, uh, has some dark places in it, closets, yeah, things like
1: that. Yeah. Why do I get myself into these situations? It seems these like pimples. every other week I'm. Trying to survive. You know, at some crazy. point, you do have to
3: sort of think about what's the common denominator, Kim. Yeah. It's you. Yeah, you're right. What part do you play in getting yourself into these situations?
1: You know what? When you're right, you're right. Yeah. All right. I'm going to. Fucking, how do I get rid of this bitch? <laughs> okay. We need to get mom better. God. Mom, take your vitamins, please. Take your vitamins. Uh, Okay. I'm going to, uh, I'm going to, in the lighted rooms, Mm -hmm. grab a flashlight for both Mm -hmm. Martin and I. We each have our flashlights and we have our cell phone lights and. (laughs) <laughs> this bitch keeps following us.
3: Yeah. She is not she is not relegated to just wherever Maria Bello is. That is for sure.
1: Okay, my long game plan is commit my mom. Okay? And my short game plan is just <laughs> I mean I want to just sit in the light until it's no longer dark. <laughs> and yeah. then I do my game my long game plan tomorrow during the day. Okay. I got I don't know that's all I got. Um they're going to uh they're going to they're going to also be lights, glowing balls of light everywhere they are and Maybe turn on the lights. Turn on the lights everywhere in the house. Uh, that's, that's me too. That, but that, that. Yeah. What?
3: <laughs> that's one and a half points. Um, Shocking. Honestly. I feel like you just answer. have like a better understanding of like, w- be- before we can figure out how to, Get rid of Diana. First thing is we have to just be in the light all the time. Yeah. (laughs) So. It seems like they
1: know that, but they don't seem to use it well. Yeah. Which is interesting.
3: Yeah. So they both hear it coming from the dark bedroom. Right. Becca tells Martin to stay back in the lighted living room. He follows her anyway. Becca walks towards the scratching sound in the closet and turns on the light that's outside of the closet. It stops. She opens the closet door. Nothing. Martin ah. pulled under the bed. What? Oh, the bed. And, God damn cause it. Because it's dark under there. And so she, and she didn't turn the lights on in the room. What the fuck are you talking about? So, like, Diana was able to be I like, mean, ooh, here's some darkness. Look,
1: you deserve to die at that point. That's just... Just turn Idiotic. the lights
3: on. All the lights. I don't even yeah.
1: enter my bedroom without turning the lights on, and I am not scared of a yeah a creepy Diana lives in the dark ghost.
3: Yeah, and to me, I'm like, you could trap her if you keep the light off in the closet Ooh. and turn all the other lights on. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. It
1: so makes no sense.
3: Yeah. So Martin is pulled under the bed. She manages to to pull him out, and so Diana doesn't get her. Um, but now we just jump cut to showing up at mom's door and Becca being like, we need to talk. So now we cut to all of them sitting at the dining room table at dinner. So it's Maria Bello, uh, Becca, Martin and Boyf are all there. Oh, Boyf. Okay. And Becca's like, can you tell me about Diana? And mom says, what are you talking about?
1: I feel like just from boy's perspective, I'm like, I don't even have sleepover privileges, but I have, like, fight this demon ghost privileges of your family. I, honestly? I think I'm getting the short end of the stick here.
3: I I feel short-sticked as well for yeah. poor Brett. Because, like, he seems great, honestly. Really supportive. It seems like Becca has some shit to work out, and he's just fighting your demons and doesn't even get sleepover privileges. I'm totally with you. So... uh can you tell us about Diana? Mom says, what are you talking about? And Becca says, Martin says she was here an hour ago. I have some problems with this. An hour ago. Yeah. Because I'm like, okay, you're telling me that in Los Angeles, where your mom's house definitely has to be versus where Becca's apartment definitely has to be knowing that it's like next to a, you know, Neon tattoo parlor place. These are in two very different parts of LA for sure. And a small fourth grader somehow made it to Becca's apartment, had a whole shababble there, got back to mom in an hour?
1: I don't think so. Also, like so when they show up at mom's house, are we in the daylight?
3: Uh yeah, it's like still late lightish out. So like it's like morning yeah not uh, it all appears to be it, the time does not I can't explain it to you because the time doesn't work out like it really took me out of the movie I was like you didn't have to say yeah, an hour like you ago. didn't
1: need to say that at all because so they were watching a movie till 5 a.m. then you and yeah like I know she's you know losing it but yeah. like so you were watching a movie on the couch till 5 a.m., then all that shit happened, and then he got himself to wherever the fuck. Yeah. And then now the sun has come up, and you've
3: gotten back here. What the fuck are you yeah. talking about? And 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 that, that that really annoyed me, because I'm like, you you just don't have to say an hour ago. No, there like there's no reason. No reason. How strange. Yeah. I wonder. There's another... Uh, we'll get to it. There's another thing where I'm like, what? I still don't know. So... Interesting. It, it, there was a couple things like that. So um mom then says, yeah, she's my friend. Becca then pulls out the picture uh, from dad's office and says, is this your friend? It's a picture of them as little girls. And uh, mom, Becca says, is this your friend? And is this when you met? And mom says, why does it matter when we met? And Becca's like, because she died. And mom's like, nope, no, 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 She's like, you're just trying to take Martin away from me. And Becca's like, no, mom, I found her obituary. And Maria says, those things can be faked. And I was like, <laughs> oh, no, too real. And she's like, those things could be faked. You sound crazy. And I was like, ma'am, you sound
1: <laughs> crazy. Yeah.
3: and boyfriend chimes in and he's like honestly this all sounds a little crazy
1: i'm with you brett
3: yeah and becca is like mom there is a dead woman in the house and you let her in and you let her stay mom is like i get it i get it you came here Because you felt bad about leaving me. You hurt me. And I've been shutting Diana out the same way that you shut me out. And I'm not going to be someone who does that to a friend. And Becca's like, friend, you're talking about a dead person. Mm -hmm. And then Maria gets right in Becca's face like a mom. And she's like, oh, honey, ghosts aren't real. And Becca's like, no, what the fuck? What is happening? Oh, no. Oh, no. And then, oh, so Becca no. says, okay, then what is she, mom? And mom doesn't answer. She just goes upstairs. Oh,
1: no. What the, what am I dealing with here? What I don't even happening? know. I don't even, oh, no. Man,
3: yeah. We don't even know what we're up against here. Uh, so now we cut to Becca putting dishes, uh, cleaning dishes in mom's kitchen. And she says to Martin, she's like, you can sleep at my house again tonight. And Martin looks at Becca and is like, she's our mom. Mm -hmm. And Becca is like, you're my priority. And Martin is like, but we can't just leave her here. So now the three of them are in mom's living room, uh, Becca, Martin, and Boyf Brett. And Becca says to Martin, uh, does mom stay in her room all night? Meaning, like, when she goes to bed, does she make any runs to the kitchen or like, does she stay in her room all night? Martin says, yes. So then Becca says, okay, we need some safeguards. So now we have a little montage of their safeguards. So we see Becca duct taping the light switches on. Nice. Martin hides a little flashlight, like in a, in a box in a, in the hallway, like as if he's like putting flashlights in different places in the house. Um, Boyfriend has just like a box of light bulbs. (laughs) <laughs> and i mean you gotta
1: plug those in buddy i i, I see where you're going but uh <laughs> yeah but remember the
3: light the light bulb just disappeared out of a lamp in martin's right. room, so he's probably like aha i've got another one
1: <laughs> right he's right, arming right.
3: himself with light bulbs <laughs>
1: he's um <laughs> ready to plug in at any moment
3: yeah he's edward light bulb Yay. <laughs> and uh martin is lighting candles any candle he can find Uh, So now we cut to um, Becca saying goodnight to Martin, saying that she and Brett will be on the couch downstairs. Do you want your door open or closed? And he says closed. And he says, but can you sleep in here?
1: Oh, baby.
3: Becca says, yes, but I just need to go downstairs and tell Brett. So she closes the door and she stops at her mom's door and just like, wiggles the doorknob and sees that it's locked. So now Brett is downstairs just making up a little bed on the couch and uh Becca tells him that she's going to sleep upstairs and so she's like so you don't you don't have to stay. And boyf is like uh I totally get you're going to sleep with him. He needs you, you know, he needs you a lot more than I do. And right now. And Becca's like are you still going to stay? And he's like unless you say otherwise. And she's like, you must think that we're all crazy. And he's like, I don't think that, but I'm not going anywhere. Like, you can be this way around me, and I'm not going what a anywhere. What great guy. Right? I'm like, Becca, get your shit together.
1: You don't even know what you have, Becca. You don't.
3: Until maybe she does a little bit yeah. right now. Oh. Because she kisses him, and she seems to be kind of letting him in. A little bit and then says to him
1: bottom drawer. Ah, you get in the drawer. And
3: she leaves, and then we just see him be like, yes. Like he's Cute. super excited. So now we cut to Becca knocking on mom's door upstairs again now. Uh, and there's no answer. So through the door, Becca just says, Good night, Mom. I love you. At this point, Mom opens the door just a crack. And she's like, Becca? She says, I want to start over tomorrow morning. Meaning like, I want to try to get better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like starting tomorrow. And Becca's like, okay. And then she says, Mom did you ever hear from my dad? And mom was like, no, I never did. And Becca says, it's okay. It was his choice to leave, not yours. I don't blame you. Um, or did he leave? She then opens the door. Uh, mom opens the door a little more and like kind of shakily takes Becca's hand and like holds her hand and then hugs her but like is shaking and then she goes back in kind of backs back into the door and we see her shirt is just kind of like tugged back inside (sighs) she then closes the door and becca opens her hand Hmm? her mom had put a note in her hand that just says i need help You know, first step is asking for help. So we're almost there. She wants to get better. So now we cut to the bathroom. He, I'm just going to tell you what I saw and what I and what I heard because I because I don't understand it. This was the other thing where I was just like, What? So maybe our Sammys know, I'm not sure. We cut to her in the bathroom. She's looking for pills in. The medicine cabinet. Mm -hmm. She sees two and says shit as if they aren't the pills she wanted because then she goes to the trash can and finds an empty pill bottle and says shit. Then the lights flicker. Mm -hmm. So now we cut to her climbing into bed with Martin. And Martin says, Rebecca, did you find your medicine? It says your medicine.
1: Martin says this. Yes. <laughs> What's happening? Am I the crazy one? This I isn't. Don't know.
3: This isn't a trick because I I truly think it was a script mistake. Honestly, like it doesn't come back. But he clear. I rewound it. He clearly says your medicine, and the subtitles say your medicine. Becca then responds with, "No." But we'll figure something out and make sure she gets better. So I, I I don't know. I really feel like it was like they missed it in editing. That like the actor said your and should have said her and they kept it. It's the only thing I can think of. If anybody has a different thought, please tell me. Um, okay. Yeah. So uh, we now see the exterior of the house. It's night-night time, but... All of the lights in the entire house are on. And then we see them all go out. (laughs) Uh, Becca wakes up and there are candles uh, lit. Mm -hmm. um, And she also has this wind up flashlight. Have you seen those? Yeah. Yeah. Wind up flashlight. And so she winds that up and she goes downstairs to look for Brett. Brett's gone.
1: No, Brett. Where'd you go, Brett? Brett,
3: it's okay. You cut to him. He's outside with his flashlight, and he shines it up at a lamppost on the street, and sees that that's out too. So mm, suggesting so like the whole block that is out exactly. Question six: <laughs> What do you do, and what do they or Becca do?
1: I feel like we should the three of us go uh with our flashlights and all our lights always on us and maybe go to my apartment or just go to somewhere else. go to leave Mm -hmm. goodbye Uh, that's what i'm gonna do okay she's gonna um she's gonna maybe just like have them all be in the same room where all like the candles and flashlights are together or something
3: One point for you. What she does, what Becca does, is she goes down to the dark, dark, darkest basement to the fuse box, Mm, which I found really weird because, A, if all the lights out are on the entire block, your fuse box isn't doing anything. If a weird demon Diana put all your lights out, fuse box isn't doing anything. (laughs) Right. So... (laughs) Either way, she just starts flipping switches. Her wind-up flashlight goes off. And so she winds it again really fast because she's in a pitch-fucking-black basement with a darkness. Behind. Yeah,
1: there's some interesting choices being made in this.
3: Yeah. Yeah. So now we cut to Martin waking up in bed, totally freaked out because Becca's not in there. So he grabs a candle and he's, like, holding it out in front of him, Nobody. poor little baby. And he's just like, Becca? And he goes out of the room holding the candle, almost goes out, and he, like, you know, holds his hand in front of it so it doesn't. And he's walking down the hallway, and he walks uh, right past one of his flashlight hiding spots. But he looks up, and Diana is right in front of him at the end of the hall. (sighs) Question seven, what do you do, and what does he do?
1: Shine the flashlight. Grab the flashlight. Hand in hand. Shine it on. Shine on, Diana. No. What does he do? He forgets that he's right next to a flashlight.
3: Gets too scared. I don't know. So he just kind of starts backing up. And as he backs up, Diana's no longer in front of him. She's now behind him. And he's knocked over. So, like, knocked uh, forward because she's grabbed his feet again and so like the candle is out in front of him as he's being dragged back Yeah, and he manages to kind of like flip himself over and like holds the candle out at her and she just backs away hissing into the office yeah so now we cut to Becca down at the fuse box still Martin comes to the top of the stairs and is like don't ever leave me and I was like I agree. fair with you,
1: reaction Martin. I don't even understand yeah. even if she is going to go to the fuse box yeah why are we doing anything alone and in the dark nothing ma- Ever. that doesn't make sense
3: yeah never like we understand
1: so, the thing
3: yeah like even even I would be like Brett come sleep up in Martin's room on the floor mm-hmm. you know um so nothing's working she's flipping all the switches and then Martin says what else could it be And Becca says, a trap. And at that point, we see not Esther slam the door to the basement at the top of the stairs and lock it. So now we cut to Brett coming in and he hears them screaming at the door. Mm -hmm. Um, Door is locked. He tries to open it. Door is locked. He hears something. Uh, He then starts being like, Mrs. Wells? And Becca's like, no, 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 don't, 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 don't keep the flashlight on. He then tries to use the flashlight to break the knob off the door because it's locked. Mm -hmm. But as soon as he does that, now the light is pointing up. It's not around him. And Diana takes that chance to charge. She grabs him and throws him across the room. He then, and knocks the flashlight out of his hand. But he then takes his phone and holds it up to her. Nice. And he's looking around for her. But I was proud of myself because at this moment he's looking around. I was like, his phone's going to lock. And then it locked. And the light goes
1: off. Um. Oh, he was just. What? Okay. Yeah. He didn't turn his flashlight on on his phone. It was no, just like was his just, home screen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: And then it locked. Yeah. So.
1: Boo.
3: Soon as the fucking phone locks, she appears and knocks the phone out of his hand. Diana's like, y'all are idiots. I'm like telling you how to defeat me. (laughs) So at that point, he runs out the door to go to his car. And uh, I was like, Brett, are you you're leaving? Like you're you're leaving. Okay." okay Yeah. And so when he goes outside, there is, it's like a covered uh, driveway where it's like uh, part of it is you would drive under and it's like a little roof over you. Oh, okay. Yeah, you. yeah, yeah, yeah. He stands in there and she grabs him and lifts him into the air. He's got his keys in his hand and his car is right in front of them. Question eight, what do you do and what does Brett do?
1: Right in front of me is the door to the car.
3: Uh, my car it's like point the headlights are like pointing at you
1: and I think hand in hand we're gonna like set the alarm off or whatever so the headlights start flashing yes Brett uh
3: boop boops his car the flashlights the flashlights the headlights turn on and he just drops to the ground uh and she's gone he gets in the car And drives off. Brett. Drives off. Goodbye. That doesn't sound like you, Brett. So Becca and Martin hear him drive off. And Martin's like, he's leaving. And Becca's like, no, no, no. He (laughs) wouldn't. No, he wouldn't do that. He's not leaving. And but she's like really upset as well. Yeah. And her fucking flash keeps going off. And so she's like, shit, and has to wind it up again. And she's like, we need to find more light. Uh, so they go back down the stairs. Cut to mom.
1: They go back down the stairs? to. Well, they the... can't
3: Because they can't get out of the basement. They're locked in the oh,
1: basement. Oh, okay. I was
3: confused. Yeah. So uh, now we cut to mom coming out of her room with a candle and she's calling for them both. And we see Diana is behind her and sneaks around a corner. Now, mom can feel Diana. So she straight up is like, I told you not to hurt my children. And at this point, we see Diana kind of slink into the closet, like kind of whispering the closet in her mom's room. And mom is like, do not threaten me, Diana. Diana and she's like no you need me diana there's no you without me we then see mom pick up a bottle of pills that's on her nightstand diana knocks them out of her knocks her out and knocks them out of her hand
1: mm-hmm.
3: so now mom's knocked out cut to becca in the basement, and she's making a fire in the furnace. So it's like kind of an old-timey furnace in the basement where it's like you would light it down there, and then it's going to heat the other rooms in the house. Mm -hmm. And so they're just throwing, like, newspaper and shit into there to create as much light in the basement as they can. Uh, They're then just kind of, like, searching through boxes for shit to burn, basically. And at one point, uh, Martin (laughs) – felt so dumb – Martin opens up a box, and there's, like, a Halloween mask in there, but, like, I had the biggest jump of the whole movie. Ah. Like, and so it's, like, all this scary shit. And then I was, like, ah! And Eric's, like, you're, what? <laughs> I was, like, oh, sorry. <laughs> Inside this Halloween box, Martin finds what looks like a lightsaber. It's not. Yeah. Oh. It's a black light.
1: Ooh. interesting. Okay.
3: So... Becca takes the blacklight and she says, I'm going to go take inventory, meaning like see what else is in the basement for us to burn and tells him to keep feeding the fire with whatever he can find. Becca is now looking around the most giant basement in all the land with <laughs> all of the hallways and corners and nooks and crannies that I've ever seen. Right. Um, And she's got the black light in her hand. Also,
1: where is this in L.A.?
3: Where is this in L.A.? I've never seen a basement in my life here. No. Especially one that's like uh, uh, possibly bigger than the footprint of the house from what I can see. It's fucking huge. And so she's got the black light and she walks past this one portion of the wall and there is a black light exposed handprint Mm -hmm. Okay, on it. She keeps walking through the most giant basement of all. And she hears a noise. Uh,
2: she screams.
3: Uh, She's backing up. She yeah. bumps into something. And she turns and sees writing all over the wall that's exposed from the black light. And it's just, it just says things like, just like the hospital, trapped down here, hand p- handprint, trying to take Sophie away, just like father and then she turns melted mannequins everywhere what just terrifying mannequins everywhere now i remembered wells textiles all the mannequins so the dad right. was probably storing mannequins down there but they're all but they're like melting? scratched up and like melted and the faces are all like fucked up okay creepiest fucking mannequins so she's just like shining the black light Like, kind of looking at all of these mannequins. Diana! Ah! Full creep face. We can see her completely in the black light. Fully see her. Becca's like... "Ah!" And she goes to grab a shovel that's, like, on a shelf. But it's a shelf where, like, somebody could be on either side of it. So a hand, a, a scabby... Crusty white hand grabs her wrist and then the hand starts to sizzle and lets her go. What? Becca turns around. Martin is there with the windy up flashlight. So, actual light hitting her makes her skin sizzle. Okay. So she goes away. Uh, Becca's like, she can't hide from this light, meaning the black light. And Martin is like, so? Question nine. So, <laughs>
1: <laughs> so we have a black light that she mm-hmm. can't hide from,
3: like, uh, she's not, um. Yeah, like you can be like the the she doesn't disappear when this light comes on.
1: Oh, uh, oh, I see. okay. So, so she it's disappears like, in regular light,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and shows and up in darkness. Like, and this yeah. will show her. It's like a light, but a not light. okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, then hand in hand we are gonna go on the attack, Diana. Oh, you think you're coming after us? Mm, watch out, sister. Okay. So hand in hand, we're going to find her with the black light, but then immediately burn her with the real light. Okay. That's,
3: that's
1: Oh, hand in hand, plan. you said <laughs> I was like, that's, that's my plan.
3: That's one and a half points. That's exactly why I asked you this uh, question. Because you had a fully formed plan. What Rebecca says is. Well, if we can see her, then we know where she is, at least. And I was like. And then. Yeah. And then what will you do with this information? (laughs) So your idea was great. Okay, we find her and then we fucking sizzle that bitch. Yeah. So. We then hear. That she has made it into the ceiling slash walls mm-hmm. uh, in some way. And we hear that there is something coming down the furnace pipe, like dropping down. And it's something that when it hits the furnace, it puts the fire out. So now they're in darkness again and just have the windy flashlight. Mm-hmm. And Martin is like, what now? And so they just start screaming for mom, hoping that it'll like... Mm-hmm. That she'll be able to hear her. What I would have done, this is not a question, I would have screamed into the furnace and hoped that my oh. voice echoed through different rooms. Um, but, you know, I have been doing this for 140 episodes.
2: So <laughs>
3: it's fine. Uh, and Martin is starting to really freak out, and he's like, are we going to die? And Becca's like, no, we're fighters. Then we hear sirens and following the sirens is Brett good he went to get the cops so he pulls into the driveway as the cops are going in and Brett is like
1: interesting choice considering he did have a cell phone yes agreed yeah he probably didn't need to like knock on their door yeah to be like hey follow me excuse me police yeah like there's we there's a system in place actually for them to show up so yeah yeah
3: Oh, Diana knocked his phone out of his hand. His phone was back in the house.
1: Oh, uh, okay.
3: So uh, so Brett gets out of the car with the police. He's like, flashlights, you need your flashlights." So the cops come in with flashlights. They're doing the cop thing where it's like, "We got the gun and gun, the gun, but yeah. then the phone fl- mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, and the cops hear them in the basement, uh screaming. So, cop number one goes over and tries to break the handle uh, the way the way that Brett did. This wakes up mom like the banging. So she wakes up and she goes over to her pills, and the pills are gone. Like they're they're not in the thing anymore. Mm-hmm. And so she tries. So to So mom leave. just went back to sleep. She was knocked out. Diana knocked her out. Oh, okay. Yeah. So she was like unconscious uh so mom now tries to leave her bedroom and the door's locked Mm -hmm. and she says you hurt my kids we're never speaking again diana Mm -hmm. and i was like speaking again what do you got like you're not gonna go to brunch next week no like this is much more serious mom and so mom grabs like some heavy thing you know from her dresser and Knocks the handle off her door. Mm-hmm. So now we cut back to the cops getting the kids out of the basement. And the cop, one of the cops, hears something. So with a flashlight and a gun, he starts going around the corner. Diana grabs him from the dark side and throws him across the room. He then sees her backlit down the hallway because the kitchen light kind of has a blue light going on. Okay. So he's able to see, like, her, you know, creepy figure. Uh, And so he starts firing his gun. But what was cool, he's like, bang, bang, bang. No effect on
1: her. But we only see her moving, like, when the flash isn't going. Yeah. Got when it. The
3: flash, yeah. yeah, when the flash of the bullet isn't going.
1: So it was actually like a
3: really cool like strobe effect. Right, right, where, right. Yeah. yeah, it was really cool. Um, she doesn't die. The other cop then comes around the corner and sees just the legs of the first cop being dragged away uh, into another room. Becca then tries to hand the black light to the cop that's right next to her and is like, take this, take this. And the cop just like ignores her and Becca's like, fuck this. And she's like, Martin, we're getting out of here. And Martin's like, no, no, we can't leave mom. We can't leave without mom. Uh, And then they turn and it's the first cop standing in the doorway with no eyeballs.
1: (laughs) No! No, no, no,
3: no, no, no. He then falls face first to the ground and it's just Diana standing there. So Becca grabs a flashlight from the ground that could have maybe Brett's somebody's flashlight and shines uh, and shines the flashlight at Diana. She disappears. Brett now comes in the door and grabs Martin and Martin's like, no, like trying to get away. And she's like, just take him, just get him out of here. And she tells Martin, she's like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go get mom. So now Becca has the flashlight and the black light. Good job, Becca. She's going up the stairs, calling for her mom. It's just creak-a-leak all over the place. The creakiest place of all creaks. And we just hear, stay away,
1: or I'll show you where I put your father. I knew it, Diana. I Mm. knew
3: it. Diana does not Mm. like daddies. (laughs) So as she walks by, she walks by a door, and a creepy hand grabs Becca's shoulder and is like holding her. So Becca uh, is like held by the shoulder with the blacklight. Question 10 What do you do and what does she do?
1: Uh, the hand is holding my blacklight shoulder. Mm hmm. Then I'm going to shine the flashlight onto the hand. Hopefully, hand in hand, but come on. Yay. Yes.
3: I would have gone a step further.
1: Because
3: uh she shines the flashlight, it sizzles, but Diana busts out of the door and, like, f- like, knocks uh, Becca back. And Diana then picks her up, she drops all of her lights, black light and flashlight, and she throws Becca over the banister. Whoa. Becca then kind of, like crawls into a corner, and Diana, approaches her and now we see that she like grows really big like as tall as the ceiling What? (laughs) and we just hear i told you turns to see mom with a gun and she says don't hurt my kids and becca says mom she killed dad mom shoots diana and diana says That won't hurt me. Question 11. What do you do and what does mom do?
1: Um, what do I do? So she's a giant house sized thing right now. Mm -hmm. Tall, yeah. She's tall. And I have only a gun. Mm hmm. Um, I maybe <laughs> Do you <can> hear <laughs> like, I was yeah. like does she Peter Pan it a little bit where she's like I don't believe in you <laughs> anymore like I don't believe like opposite Peter Pan I guess opposite Peter Pan Yeah. because <laughs> uh, <laughs> it seems like there's a mechanism somewhere where if she takes her meds and becomes healthy then diana, diana doesn't, doesn't exist yeah so that being said i am going to where are we living room okay um okay uh <laughs> i'm going to reverse peter panher okay <laughs> uh <laughs> and um i think maybe she charges at her
3: mom charges yeah at Diana. like tries to fight her zero points great <laughs> you don't think reverse peter panning would work i happen to know it won't yes <laughs> no reverse peter pans here but you know what i would love for you to keep trying that tactic in whatever movie you see fit <laughs>
1: Is this where I reverse Uh, Peter Pan? I'm going to put that in my pocket and one day I'm going to get a (laughs) point for that. What What
3: tools do you have in your pocket? Well, I have a knife, an axe, a chainsaw, reverse Peter Pan. Uh, (laughs) um, Okay. That won't hurt me. Mom then says, this will. And she puts the gun to her own head. Oh, shit. And Becca says, mom, what are you doing? And mom says, saving your lives. Diana charges at mom. Mom shoots herself and Diana explodes into combustion. Whoa. I feel like you and I could have come up with a way for everyone to stay alive.
1: Agreed. That's why... I would have reversed Peter Pan until I could take my meds
3: or just to hold me over. (laughs) I feel like what I would have done is like talk Diana down, like reasoned with her, basically Mm
2: -hmm. gotten
3: Becca to leave. Then we're like, okay, I need to like go to the doctor and keep the lights on at all time. You know what I mean? Like It would have been a long game, but it would have been definitely a long game. Get her away from my kid. However I can. And then, you know, but anyway.
1: I mean, I guess that's one way to do it, though.
3: Yeah. So Becca then crawls over to her and she's like crying Mm -hmm. and screaming. Cut to Brett and Martin outside. And Brett is like holding Martin in his arms. And Martin is like crying.
2: Mm. And
3: Brett says, I'm here, buddy. I, I got you cut to ambulances all in the driveway and they're wheeling her out on a rolly stretcher the mom and we have the back of the ambulance scene you've seen it where at the mm-hmm, end of the movie mm-hmm, they're sitting mm-hmm. in the back of the ambulance of course. and martin says you came back and brett says of course martin says so did you referring to becca and they basically decide that they are going to be a little family together, Aww. the three of them. Uh, there's then, like, kind of a sound from behind Becca in the ambulance, and she kind of jumps. And Brett's like, It's okay. I got you guys. Okay. And Becca says, We're never going anywhere. And they're all hugging
1: mm-hmm. credits. Oh, I kept waiting for another thing to happen. Nope. <laughs> I was like, I don't trust this. I don't trust this little happy family. Nope. Happy ending. Well, kind of. I mean, well, you know,
3: yeah. their mom did
1: shoot herself in the head. So.
3: Sure, 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 sure. But now but I know, see we're, now we're yeah, splitting hairs. Right? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> okay. So, oh, oh, do, do I need to total your scores? Probably not. I was just not. like, okay, They're I'm not. done, it's goodbye.
1: great, so...
3: I don't think it was that bad. All right, let's see. Okay, for your dead or alive, you can have three out of eight or two out of seven. Which do you want?
1: Um, who was half dead, half alive?
3: Okay, so the one cop that we saw with no eyeballs? Yeah. Dead. Yeah. Cop number two, I went and reround it. Just disappeared. Didn't die. We didn't see her alive at the end. I, I do not know where she went off to I'm gonna go so ahead I wrote and say, cop one and cop two when I was like taking notes and then when I went back I was like where did that cop go so I
1: don't know I'm gonna know. go ahead and say similar to that line um this happened one hour ago yeah you could have just uh taken that cop out of there just could have just not had that as a as yeah. a question I would have just been like oh one cop cop it, number true. one so then you're then saying you would like cop number two
3: because you, would you would like don't know the two answer. Out of, you would like two out of seven. That I would, is what You're saying because you okay. don't
1: know the answer, so don't ask the question. I,
3: ma'am. I will reverse Peter.
1: Pan. <laughs> 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 okay, let me tell you your points. <laughs> Hi, Sammys. So we heard a rumor that you're not signed up for our awesome Patreon yet. What?
3: Where are you getting your bone con? Then
1: it's cool. It's fine. You can still subscribe. Just hit the link in the show notes or search for us on Patreon. We're right there.
3: We've got all kinds of bone con.
1: That's bonus content.
3: We've got mini-sodes, post-mortems, and Q&As, all live streamed. Polls, prizes, merch, and just a general smorgasbord of KK Sam.
1: So join us.
0: Or else.
3: For Dead or Alive's, you got
1: two out of seven. (laughs) Ah. Thank you. For questions. That's a fair (laughs) Uh, score.
3: For questions, you got 13 out of 22 for a total of 15 out of 29.
1: That's like halfsies. Yeah. So yeah. not the worst, but not great.
3: Oh, but that is far from the worst, ma'am. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that was lights out.
1: Interesting. There was a mm-hmm. lot of running up the stairs instead of out the front door in that for sure.
3: Uh, I... I love this about our podcast. I'm just telling you the a story. Like I there there's a little bit of judgment if I come across something where it's like you've now made my story harder to tell kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um but I love that about our podcast. Uh if it was a review podcast this would not have gotten 5
1: stars. <laughs> yeah. I think I remember hearing that about this. Um that was a bit of a disappointment especially because that Uh, YouTube video was like, yeah, viral, like, and it it was so well done, but it's hard. I mean, it's, you know, it's hard to create a two hour movie out of a, a, you know, 60 second idea.
3: So here's what this felt like. Um, and I get it. Here's the thing is like, I really understand why this was difficult, but what it felt like was we have a viral video, right? It's a flash in the pan.
1: We have to capitalize it, make it.
3: Yeah. So they wrote a script. In a weekend, yeah, and shot it, yeah, and that is how the script felt. The script felt like, yeah,
1: it was thrown together. And then we cut some things out, and then we move some things around, and then there were (laughs) mistakes. Exactly, something. Yeah, Uh, yeah. yeah, It sounds like it was thrown together. That makes sense, though.
3: Yeah, but it does. I mean, that's really tough. If you're trying to capitalize on something that went viral, you have about forty seconds to get it together. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Well, you did a great job. I had fun. I mean, Thank you know, I'm really living like, inside it still. But um Yeah.
3: And I feel like you like if you had been with those characters, you would have been like, guys, guys, seriously.
1: Guys,
3: I have plans. Okay. We have information. I have used that information to devise a plan.
1: Yeah. There were some weird weird choices and things happening. Yeah. That didn't make sense. And things that could have been easily cut out that, yeah, 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 yeah. Interesting. But, but um, it was fun telling you. Yeah. You know, I mean, look, they're not professional stayer or livers like we are. They're not.
3: Not any, not everyone can be. So we have an episode of Kim and Kat's Survive the Cellar coming out this Monday.
1: (laughs) This upcoming Monday, it's going to be with the one, the only, Madam President, Queen Herself, Barbara Crampton, and Travis Stevens.
3: Yes. So we will find out if they will survive the cellar.
1: They have a movie coming out called Jacob's Wife, and uh, so we talked to them about that, and they uh, they try to survive the cellar, and it was uh, a very adorable episode.
3: It was. Also, <laughs> I'm really glad you were the one to say the name of the movie, because as you were saying it, I was saying it in my head, and I was like, Jacob's Ladder. <laughs> <laughs> Jacob's wife so um, yeah
1: give that a listen please give it five stars um and write a review that would help us so much um so much do it for this one if you haven't done it already we love you yeah. guys um yeah follow us on all the things at KK Sam podcast
3: you can follow survives the seller at KKSTC podcast um
1: uh, join, join our patreon. patreon we've got good mm-hmm. shit and it's fun so much fun shit
3: yeah This has been Kim and Cat's Stay Alive. Maybe. So until next
1: week, stay stay alive. alive.
2: Put a ghost in me. (laughs) I'm done.